Hey there, everybody. This is Brandy J, and you're tuning into Voices of Courage. This episode right here is for parents. For parents. So please, listen up. Hey there, and I'm back, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well today. So I decided to do this episode here uh, for parents. And it basically is to give you an idea of some things you can do to empower yourself and your child or children while trying to understand what's going on here and not wanting to put them back into a unsafe, unknowing environment, you know, to make sure that they are getting the stimulation, the proper stimulation of their brain at their proper ages while you can. You know, some parents are homeschooling. That's been happening forever. So many of parents homeschool. I know many. And a lot of times have been more successful at getting their child where they are needed. Not easy saying that it is because certain things come certain strategies, okay? Now, we know one thing. Parents usually are a little bit more short-tempered than a teacher, usually, in most cases, or don't really, you know, when it's your own. It all depends. It's up and down. But for a lot of people, it's a little different. So, with certain things come certain strategies, skill sets, and all that stuff. Many parents homeschool. Let's remember that. That's they actually have schools that set you up <laughs> with the homeschool kit, but it's you know not as easy because those parents have to make sure that they can give their child the at the adequate amount of time in each day to you know you just got to be able to do it. You know if you don't ha- have a conflicting work schedule or whatever, but. For someone that's going to homeschool, that means they're serious about it. So, therefore, the option is there. If you can't do it, then you have to figure it out. But if you can do it, then there's not a reason why you shouldn't. If you want to, it's your child. And the tools are there. But if you can't do it, you can't do it. No one's going to find themselves like, oh, I thought I could. No, it's not going to work like that. You're going to know if you can or not. Because do you have to go to work? Do you have to, can you do these things? Do you need help? But homeschool kids, they come with what you need. You don't just drop out and be like, I'm just going to find what I can around the house and try to teach them that way. You know, there's actually places that you get these things from. And then on top of that, parents should be already teaching their children at home anyway, besides school. See what I'm saying? Less, learning doesn't just stop at school. You know, I, I was thinking like how we a lot of times say schools, they don't teach this skill, they don't teach that, they don't teach that. But then when you think when you think about it, well, if that's the case, then what are you going to do about it? OK, you knew what they've been teaching all this time. Either we're going to zip it up or handle it. This isn't new to us. We're conditioned to just really be out there sometimes, you know. So let's reel it back in. We knew already what they were teaching. So we could have already taken these on. A lot of people say, oh, because I know 
you know, I was born in, you know, 78, so I'm like in the 78, 80s, baby. But, you know, in high school, 90s, yeah. And uh, junior high, well, high school, they were still teaching at that time. Like junior high, we had wood and stuff like that. And I think they had mechanic. I, I definitely knew they had wood, wood shop. Or we had a home ec in high school, you know, and, you know, all that stuff just faded away. Uh, um, you know, I never understood dissecting things, but I, I truly didn't do that. You know, I don't think someone has should be made to dissect something if they don't want to. They might be an animal lover. So I didn't do that. And it wasn't even a question to do it because it wasn't going to happen. The weird stuff they do. I'm not even going to tell you what they were just dissecting. So you know more around here, guys. But anyways. So those are things you could be doing already. Seeing what they know already. You know, finding out what they're learning anyway. If you're a parent and you don't even have the curriculum or everything... Everything they they learn, why not? And then don't ever say, well, they said I couldn't. That's a lie. <laughs> you can get access. You don't even have to go through them if that's the case. So you should just know so you know what they're supposed to be learning. And then you can, you know, implement even more. And then whatever else you want to educate them on. Because I'm telling you right now, they don't be doing no time and money anymore. Okay, let me tell you, they can tell you the power to this, but be like, what time is it? Is this a nickel or a dime? It is crazy. But think about it. It makes a lot of sense if we know how the, how, you know, how our system rolls. Like, don't teach them about money. Don't teach them about their brain, nothing else. But teach them about them taste buds because that's the money winner right there. And that's the disease. I mean, do I have to, a whole nother school for you? Come on. You know, this is a person that sat in a classroom and actually taught office all that all of it all of it so and you don't even have to really be up in the school to even put those pieces together if you're a parent you already know what they don't know and do know right so we could have been on that already so i mean really if they're already going to school it's not like you have time when you spend with them or when you mall talk whatever little group time you can do things with them so i'm just saying if we weren't before if you wake up to it, we woke then start doing it now. But this is some tool to empower so you don't feel completely helpless. Because I don't know why some parents are so just like, I want to get them back in there. Is it because did you want the indoctrination to continue or the social? No, that's the part I would say I know. That's unfortunate because people don't realize how very important that social and physical part is. Social. Not with the siblings at home, but Social. It's how, that's how you learn how to communicate and, and you know, deal with others, you know, so, and you practice those, those fine, you know, those people skills and stuff like that, you know. So that does suck, you know, but we'll get it, we'll work around it. You know, it's not the same. Some people think, well, they have siblings. That's not what we're talking about here. You hear the word social, <laughs> you know, that's just... This is what people in the world, like their friends and situations and stuff like, you know, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. So, but besides that, what else could it be? Um, okay, you have to get back into work. That makes sense. But I'd still be like, oh, I don't want to come back. But if you're like really adamant and none of that crosses your mind, safety or anything, then, oh, Okay. Or you feel like that's where they belong. Okay. Have you been watching what's going on here? (laughs) 
a lot of parents don't feel safe because as you see, they are trying to run game on people. And I mean, I don't understand the rest of the world when they act like people are being crazy when they don't want to take something or when they don't want to do something. And, but the whole system is lying, being not being transparent. And it's like, you got to be boo-boo the fool to feel like someone's being straightforward with you here when they've done nothing but the opposite. So let's knock it off and just stay focused. And people that are, you know, programmed to that, let them do what they do, okay? Because you have business to take care of. So, to help yourself out and your child, depending on the age group, if you have a reading level child, because I know um, a parent that her child, when I, I remember when I was working in the kindergarten class, this little, this little one, he was so little too, his name was Jaden. This kid could read better than a sixth grader, and that's hands down. There was two people in that kindergarten class that read, there was nothing they could not read. It was him and another little girl. And she wasn't the average little girl, but she could read. The reason why is because, not because they're extra, extra smart. They were very intelligent. And that even hikes up more when you learn how to read at home. Like the mom, she started early and she was consistent. You know what I mean? That boy would own it. Lit like, like all the words that kids should know by before they get to the first grade wasn't a problem for the little guy. Because I was the one that took them through all their words that you would know. And all of them. Done. We are like, we're going to need more. Like, you know, they're doing sixth grade. I just all, it was just too cool. I was just like, wow. And not even that. They could read. So it's not like they, I think that's what I was saying, right? I, I don't know if I was saying words because I had to go through the word list. So they knew all their words. There's a certain amount of words you have to know. And they could read. They were, I think they're the only two that could fluently read. Like, boom, 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 you know, read you a story. You know? You don't know how to, their sounds, how to sound a big word out. So that's because mom was teaching him at a very young age. And he was already in kindergarten, so he was young already. <laughs> she was consistent. The other little one. She was very intelligent, but I think her mom also was um, a reader. She would read at home, too, and so she could read, hands down. Like, she could do a, a lot. She was Nothing was a problem for her, so it's very possible, especially when you start younger. I mean, sometimes they say it's not recommended because kids don't have something developed and yada, yada. These days, who knows what to believe anymore because, obviously, they was reading and they seem fine, and it can only be a benefit. So let's not, let's always do our homework first before we, because we already know. But anywho, yeah, so it's possible. But knowing the, the different types, the ways, but then also with teachers, there's a, a, a method to the madness, like a, like a, what, like a decoding type of thing. When it comes to the way you break things down for kids to read and put together and all that to, you know, because it starts with letters and sounds and words, right? Then breaking those words, putting them together, taking them apart and all that stuff. So let's just, this episode, start with the reading for like a kinder first or any child that just don't know how. Because 
I've met children at like fifth, sixth grade that didn't really know how to, and they had to still go back to the basics. So if you have any, have that, or you have a child that is a troubled reader, you can be making it stronger by helping them at home. So, yes. Okay, so I just take a little breath, a little breather. <laughs> like most people don't think that um, the process of learning to read until they decide to start teaching their own children, you know, at home. And contrary to what some people believe, learning to read is not a natural process that happens all on its own. It's a kind of it's kind of it's complex and requires proper teaching, various skills, strategies such as phonics. We do that too, knowing the relationship between letters, sounds, and phonics awareness. So that all that comes together. So like I said, this parent started at a young age and, you know, they have all that stuff to your disposal online or wherever. They have stores that you can get in, not just for teachers. If you walk in, you can get in. <laughs> you know, Lakeshore, I don't know if they have Lakeshore. I love Lakeshore. But yeah. Stuff like that. So it all depends. It's up to you. But when it comes to reading, you should... I personally think that this right here, even though we think school is like, uh, this right here is a great strategy. You know? Makes sense. Because you just can't be like, what's this word? Read that word. Duh. Make the sound. Nope. There's ways. Because you have different types. You have the, the silent letters, all that stuff. You know? And there are meanings in certain places and that's quite interesting when you learn from how to how about them and what they're called some of them have the weirdest names <laughs> there's this one starts with i can't remember i'll think of it the fifth something i don't know but yeah this is different words and you know and i don't know who came up with it but there, it's just a process you know and then i We'll talk about what the next one was after that when they start to uh, put the word stuff together. So, yeah. Um, so, great news is that although reading itself is a complex process, steps taken in order to build these skills are fairly simple, straightforward, in order to teach your kid you know, how to make it a positive experience, a rewarding experience, too. Don't forget, make it fun. Make it interesting. Try these simple time-tested strategies that I'm about to talk to you. Okay, so, like I was telling um, a buddy of mine from the production, I was trying to tell him, you know, like, certain ways, um, things you can do. Uh, like, for instance, when I was uh, helping his son, you know, we turned, we had music, you know? Because children's songs and nursery rhymes aren't just a lot of fun it's more than that, you know, it's uh, the rhyme and the rhythm helps kids hear the sound, syllable, words, and then it helps them to learn to read, okay? So there's a method to the madness. And a good way to build phonics awareness is one of the most, the most important skills in learning to read. So it's like, it's, uh, it's like, it's to clap rhythmically together and to recite songs in unison, unison. Okay, I don't know if anybody remembers when they were probably not <laughs> little and how, you know, they learned to read. So this is like this playful and bonding activity is fantastic for kids and for um, to develop literacy skills 
and it will set them up for success, you know, totally. And some might have different learning styles and a little bit harder than, you know, others, but it doesn't mean that they can't get there, you know, because they need that motivation and that consistency. It's not right if you don't give them full on consistency or you kind of label it as, oh, they're, they're lagging or they're, no, you just got to meet them at their level. You got to meet them. They don't meet you. You meet them. That's where people get it wrong in the school system. You meet them where they're at. If they failed, you failed. There's no way a kid should be going off, making it to a grade and can't read. You failed. Not the kid, you know. So this is something that if you want to, you can go get the nice little word cards, flash cards, or you can make them at home. You can get the index cards, put them on a, a key ring if you want. You can cut out simple cards and you can write containing words containing like three sounds um on each of them okay and then you'll have like ram sat you know pig top sun you know because say for instance if you had a group them grouped all similar you'd have like ran tan man you know pig wigs uh dig stuff like that sun run you know pot hot thin tin but you know you get the pick the point the picture invite your child to choose a card and then read it together read it with them and then hold three fingers up and then you're going to ask them to say the first sound now don't okay this is what i want you to know that i'm going to go over this again um in a step-by-step process most likely i'll have i'm going to do a video too so don't worry i'm just going through this right now just to let you know that this right here, if you have a, a grade, a, a child of this grade or this age, while you're figuring out what's going on, and if you haven't, then this right here will help you. At least they won't be behind, because this would be the one that would, you know, be the, the hardest to pull up from, because it's, um, you know, but I think all parents should be doing that anyway. And looking it up and see how to break it down, what you could be helping them with already before they go to school. So they can be already a little conditioned and, and know and familiarized, you know? So, yeah. So I'll just, um, what was I saying? Yeah, you're going to hold the three fingers. Uh, you're going to say the word together, and then you're going to hold those three fingers up. And you're going to ask them to say the first sound that they hear in the word. So, like, you got... Say I have my three fingers up and it's fin. What's the first sound? Okay. And then you're going to ask them what they hear. Right? Okay. Then the second one is going to be what? Eh. Right? What they hear. Eh. Third one. N. What did you hear? N. Okay. So it makes sense. And then it's just different. And this is just the tip of it that, you know, there's so much more to go when you get to your, your ch and sh like all that stuff. And then, but it's fun. But if you have no patience for this and you're not like, it's not your thing, your get down, then I mean, how much are you willing to be invested in your child's education? If this is what you have to do, you know what I'm saying? But so that's how that operates. Um, when you go through that that process, that's one of the little activities that you can create and do 
it requires a little prep time and um, it builds essential phonics and decoding skills, okay? And then helping them learn to learn how to sound out words. That's how they learn how to sound out words because they have to know how they work first, you know? But if they're just starting out, you know, learning the letters of the alphabet, focus on sound of each, the, that each letter makes more than letter names. So if it's more about the letter and the sounds, then don't even worry about the names, it's like saying the word. Just focus on the letter names, like this is an S, right? Okay, what sound does S make? You know, like s -s snake, you know, apple or A, a, a apple, okay? Then you want to engage your child in a print-rich environment, and you can create daily opportunities to build your child's reading skills. You know, um, posters, uh, charts, books, labels, just stuff to reinforce what they're learning. Okay. And then you can play word games at home or in the car. And then, like, what sounds does the blank start with? Something like that. You encourage them to focus on playing games that encourage you, your child to listen and identify and manipulate the sound in the words. So an example is asking, you know, what sounds is something. Um, what's, Let's see. What sound does the word. What sound. Rethink. What sound does the word. Oh, yeah. Okay. What sound does the word. Cake start with and they go because not the letter the sound so all right and then what sound so what sound does yeah okay what's what's okay what sound does it end with that could be tricky because the sound not the letter because you know cake has a silent e so it'd be so and you know and then, you know, you can go ahead and let them know, remind them that C and K are two different, you know. So what word starts with blank sound and what word rhymes? So what word sound, what words start with, with, uh, let's see a sound, um, m, and maybe they'll say milk or moon or something, right? And then what words, and then what word rhymes with milk? I could say that to reinforce the word again or come up with a different one. But So I'll just go back and say what word um, starts with, uh, okay, I'm going to do k again. And they'll say, oh, can. Okay. Right, you got it? And then I'll say, what word rhymes with can? And they'll say, oh, ran or pan. Just stuff like that. It's really, you know, just to help reinforce some of the stuff. But it's it's when you get to that point anyways. Because there's a beginning point, And if you haven't gotten through that and that's still something repetition you need, then it's not like you're going to shoot all the way through and it's going to be a breeze in the park, you know. So you got to understand the core skills involved in teaching kids to read. Right, and it's important to remember the um, that learning to read involves various different skills like phonics awareness. Remember, I told you about that. That's the ability to hear and manipulate different sounds in the words. Okay, and then you have phonics itself, phonics, and it's recognizing the connection between letters and sounds that they make. And the vocabulary is understanding the meaning of the words and their definitions and their context. 
and then reading comprehension is understanding the meaning of text both in storybooks and information books and in fluency it's the ability to read aloud with speed understanding and accuracy okay so boom you know that's the word i was thinking of diplomatic something like that that's still because this is just the process like a, a process but there's still sets of, of reading words that you that take you through that you teach them in a certain way so they can put all these two together and be able to and then when it comes down to it what you're successfully doing is is teaching like a child will be able to read anything because they know how to sound words out that's how we know how to sound words out that's how we know how to read because we don't know all words things we've never seen before we, we learn the whole mechanism of how to how to sound out words you know that's what it really boils down to so there's just so many different things you could do. I just wanted to give you a little insight and maybe I'll come back with more. Break that down again. Video. Video for kids. You know, got something going already. But I just wanted to do something positive, give a little hope. Because so many people can always give you the negatives of stuff that they think they know. And it's like people have been doing this. And sometimes you're in a situation, you got to do what you got to do. And if your words aren't helping, then keep it moving. Uh, it's all about let's find a solution. Oh, I rhymed. You know, and that's what's up. Some people just like to t say, that ain't going to look. Talked to a very wise person the other day. We were talking about how, how you know if you don't try. You don't know if something ain't going to work if you ain't done it. And just your own little experience or what, what your situation is don't mean that that's going to be somebody else's situation. They may make it happen because that's just how damn important it is to them. People have been doing it forever because schools ain't always the best place. And so, therefore, there's other options. And I know many of people that took the um, alternative and did it at home. And it worked out brilliantly because they weren't getting what they were needing in school anyway. Don't just think because you hear the word school that people automatically learn what they need to learn. Okay, you might want to sit down and, and, and listen to a teacher teach and, and see, like, what the hell is she talking about? You know what I mean? Like, come on, get with it. Thank you for tuning in. This is your girl, Brandy J. And until next time, parents, take care of your kids. You Got to keep them safe. Don't let anybody tell you any different if you feel unsafe because they're not going to be there if something's not right, if it's not safe for them. See what I'm saying? You're responsible. You keep your children safe. Stay focused. Stay positive. Peace. their parents there's always cool things you can do around the house to keep your child's mind stimulated and in a very creative way you know you can take things that they do like their chores and turn that into something like what's the letter here putting alphabets and things like that in their room on the wall making it really you know more of a, a friendly learning atmosphere there's so much you can do with creativity creativity imagination is key Okay, it is key. I can't remember the quote exactly, but it was by Einstein. And he said that imagination was stronger than knowledge or something like that. It was very worded, very, you know, Einstein was Einstein, you know. 
but uh yeah i love reading these quotes and um they're so profound and genius <laughs> but anywho back to the point so yes just making a more learning child fun environment i mean this is the things that will help you help them and help them help themselves so stay tuned for more and more information and where you can come and find it. Peace.